Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Hello. And Daniel Jang. <laughs> Never going to let it down. I wasn't about to say that. Um, if you're not familiar with what we do, we come to you every week for the past 86 weeks. Um, <laughs> and we sit around a table of various shapes, sizes, and forms. And we have some fun discussions of nerdy nature, comics, movies, everything in between. Um, we usually bring a topic to the table, and we have some fun. We hope you have fun with us. Uh, if you have any thoughts for viewers that have been sticking with us, um, we'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to, if you do enjoy what we do, please leave leave a review or a comment or something on like one of the whatever service you use. Um, iTunes is always a great place. I would recommend. Um, and yeah, with that, how have you guys been? I have been okay. <laughs> Because I bought fucking Destiny for PS4 again. <laughs> you were gone. You're gone. So I couldn't satisfy my craving of playing with someone. And then Roberto was there to fill the spot. I knew it. Roberto I knew it was, was Roberto. there to fill the spot, you know? So I was like, Crush will come back. Crush will be back, you know? And you have not come back. You I'm have back. failed me. You're back to PC. Oh, you thought I'm, you meant you PS4. thought I thought you'd come back, and I'd be like, I could, just, I'll like just run through with him, and he'll be back. And no, no, you're not back. You're on PC now for life. You were with me. Yeah. You left. <laughs> Dang. You were on both. I just came in. I stopped by. See what the vacation did. <laughs> Chaos. Of course, Cujo. It's like that Wolverine picture. Um, so, how are you enjoying it on PS4? Welcome to the Destiny AA support meeting. I realize I, it, it, it's, it's harder to aim. Yes. Like, now that I see a difference, now that I see a difference, it's it's tough. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, I one, catch, there's one solution. <laughs> I catch myself, like, aiming head level and then strafing to get the headshots. Ooh. Um. But yeah, PC was like it's a whole other level. When you were, so before my vacation, you and I played a little bit of Iron Banner, and I was we just dominated. Yeah, for like it didn't even feel fair. I like I was like it feels good to be back on PC. Like it was just like kill, kill. It kill. wasn't even like an hour. We got what like two hundred plus tokens. Iron Banner tokens. I was like this wasn't even fair, and then we lost one. We're like whatever, win eight more. I'm like, <laughs> is this? The best they have to offer. <laughs> and like, it's just so smooth. Like, I was a Titan, so I'm just like, charge, hit, insta kill. And then you would go Dude, in. Like, we that, were just the like, Titan is still stupid as shit, man. Like, there's like Titans running up at me, and I like shotgun blast. And before my blast goes off, they're just like, shoulder slam. And like, I disappear into electricity. <laughs> so I like, feel so good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Captain oh Falcon. Like, God. Because they get like, I'm assuming you get like armor when you do the fucking smash. Because I've never killed a single fucking Titan slamming me. Like, and I, I have, I have a fucking priority of damage. I don't know. Yeah, there's still trades. That shit doesn't work, dude. Shotgun does not one shot these fools when or they're if in you my have face. the like that one shotgun that you saw <laughs> three shots before they like, even boom. touch me, dude. Okay, so this is when I felt like a guy. <laughs> the way this game is balanced right now is um, some shotguns take. There's primary ammo, which is like your run-of-the-mill guns. Still very useful. There's hand cannons, pistols, mm-hmm. uh, uh, rifles, and such. Special ammo for certain shotguns and certain snipers and certain other ones. These are a little bit more heavy, but they take a, either a little bit more precision 
with like a sniper or with a shotgun more pro- closer yeah. proximity. And then you have your heavy, which is like insta kill, but you you have to pick it up, um, and they rarely drop ammo. The thing they've done with the special ammo or the special guns, like the sh- like the shotgun I'm talking about, is they give you like very minimal ammo to start with, but players can drop it and you can pick up another two or three rounds. Yeah. And playing when we were playing, I had that really. Sp- this there's a specific shotgun that's like god mode. Like this thing just double like quick do- rapid fire. And it gives you just two shells. Mm-hmm. But if I get a kill... Is that a double barrel one or is that the... the I- it, it's the Aikilos one. Okay. It just rapid fires twice. Okay. So it's like boom, boom. Oh. Like a double tap. But you can do single fire. Either one. Gotcha. So I'm running around and my t- the, the Titan class is very fast and very like melee focused. So I'm like running around meleeing people. And then when I'm not meleeing, I'm doing a, like a super... Like I'm up in a guy's face by the time he realizes I'm there. Shotgun blast, and like as I'm going through him, the ammo comes to me. I have another <laughs> shell. I'm just running off of two ammo shells for the shotgun, and I've killed like eight people. I'm like, I feel immortal. And then like when you the new like super ability for the Titan is this like Superman like electric Superman like dive, and you fly in the air and you just land somewhere and you shotgun. So that's like my finale. I'm like. <laughs> This is fucking. I feel over OP, and it feels good to feel OP. <laughs> so anyway, that, going back, <clears throat> you feel okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. So I picked that up. Um. What else did I do? Watched Mandy. <laughs> I watched Mandy. Do you want to talk about it now? Or you want to talk about it later? We can talk about that fucking shit now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of this? Yeah. The Nick Cage movie. So I didn't know it was like. For some reason, I thought it was like. I, I it still kind of feels that way, but I, I thought it was a supernatural thing where he has to save someone. But like I thought he had powers, and everyone in the movie had powers. Uh-huh. Well, this is well, what I sort thought. Sort of, but I never, I didn't even see anything about the movie. So this, I don't Nothing. even know where I got this assumption from. Oh, okay. But I had this assumption. I felt like it was like a rescue thing, and then yeah, come watch the movie. <laughs> And it's some cult <laughs> shit. Like it's just, he lives in a in a cabin in the woods <clears throat> with his wife, and. It's it's got an uh, a cult little group and they take a liking to the wife and kidnap mm. and the movie kind of goes from there. So it's like John Wick but with the wife. Very artistic, <coughs> very impressionistic. So it's not very straightforward. Like there's a lot of moments where they're just like some dudes on LSD and you're seeing things from their perspective while this cult leader is like telling you about these prophecies and you're just like what the fuck is going? And you're watching all this and you're like. Yeah, the, the cult leader himself isn't right in the head, but he he views himself as like evangelical. Yeah, he's like, I've been given powers, I can Im- bestow upon you anything you need, like, but you must follow me. Like one of the things that just jarred me was like, they get the wife and they're holding her down, and they put an eye drop in her, and she starts like tripping. And out. it's an, I'm assuming it's LSD. And then they take the jar, and there's like a giant fucking like alien looking bee or hornet, like and just stab yeah. her in the neck with it, just to like more hallucinogenic. Oh, shit. And it looks like they have the like, oh, God, it just gets weird as fuck there. Uh, yeah, that scene though, where like he <laughs> is just, and then she's like, "Did you make this song? This isn't about you." And then just the laughter, and he's just like, "Like, what the fuck shut up!" And he starts like, <laughs> it was weird. Uh, anyways, um. But it's weird because the first, ha- like, he, they make it seem like they put him front and center, Nicolas Cage. He's not really in it until halfway. Mm. Like, it's a two-hour movie. He's in it, like, 
there. Yeah, he sprinkles like, through. He's not the figure of it until halfway <clears throat> point. That's when shit took off. <laughs> that bathroom scene. He's just like drinking. He's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was like a, that was those. emotional. That's oh. where you're like, he's back, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Nick like, is back. Nick is back. <laughs> Just so, yeah, go for it. <laughs> it was a really good movie. Um, you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Like it's it's really strange, and I think it's really really slow in the beginning. Like really really slow, but then it picks up, and you're just like, you don't know where the fuck this. You don't know if this movie is going left, right, backwards, forwards. <laughs> Through third dimension, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking shit, dude. It's a spiral of craziness. Um, and then I didn't watch till the end. Like, I guess there's end credit scenes. A little. It's not much. But it, it's still like, it's like four seconds, but it's very significant because it shows drawings. Okay. Um, that depict uh, that depict her, what she... I guess what she's seen. She was like sketching. Yeah, because it starts the movie like with drawings. Yeah, and then it essentially eventually shows those drawing, those drawings. But yeah, it was. um, Did any of it mean anything? Like I came, I came out of this feeling like I experienced something, but none of it meant anything. Like it was just like that was a ride. (laughs) I I do think I. So I feel like the 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 movie had uh like a linear plot point, like from point A to point B. It had uh, something happened in the beginning. The movie proceeds through that whole thing to end. Okay, and there's an ending. I don't feel like the movie had a reason for it to exist. Right, like, there's right. no, like... It just ends. Yeah, it just ends, and you're just like, you know... Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no fucking point for me to know the story. How about that chainsaw duel? <laughs> it's fucking, like... So, there's... I want to explain this scene. There's a scene where he's he's going to murder someone, and he has, a like, this axe that he made. He forges this, like, chrome... <laughs> Out of World of Warcraft esque, like just one metal, one giant just piece unit mm-hmm. axe that looks like something out of an eighties like sci fi. Yeah. And then as he's walking to this guy, he sees the chainsaw. He's like, uh, "That one instead." And he picks up the chainsaw, very small chainsaw, like like just a, a, a standard eight incher chainsaw. And then he like he's trying to start it, and it won't start. And then this guy like finally hears him. And he picks up his chainsaw and he like pulls it's it from out. Here to the end of the table. Yeah, it like it just keeps going out like and that, out Batman? and out. Joking. And you're just like the the movie. You just start. Everyone just starts cracking up, dude. In this movie theater, they're just like, "Oh my god!" And he's just like one go, and it starts. And he's still trying to start his, and it won't start. <laughs> it's such a weird movie. Thing. And but, like he's fighting. Like there's parts. So there, I won't say how they come up or the origins, but there's. LSD, like, sort of like, have you seen Firefly? Yeah. You know Reavers? Uh-huh. They're like the equivalent of Reavers, but it's be- the reasoning or part of it they're is... They're all drugged out. They're just, they, they, like, they took an intense, overwhelming amount of LSD that now they're not right in the head, and they're just feral, mm. like something out of Mad Max. Yeah. And he's finding one of them, they kind of, like, make out somewhere, he's like, you're messed up. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, he's not even, like... Ignoring them or anything, he just kind of gets petty with him. He's like, "I don't want to talk about it," and he keeps fighting them. There's, <laughs> there's weird. a scene where the guy kind of sneaks. One of those guys sneaks up on him, and he turns around, and his fighting cry is, "You ripped my shirt!" <laughs> he's fucking the shit out of this guy. <laughs> and oh like, my there's God. a GQ YouTube video where he goes over all. Of, like, I think it was in promotion for this movie. 
he's going over a lot of his other movies he's done, like Face Off, yeah. uh, uh, Con Air, and a couple others. And he talks about this movie, and he's like, yeah, you know, originally he was approached in this by the director to play the cult leader. Oh, sure. And he's like, I after reading the script, he's like, I connect more with the the the, fa- the husband. And I feel like I could play that more. And the director's like, no, I, I have a more of a younger person in mind for that. He's like, okay, then we, I, yeah, I don't want to do it. Eventually, Elijah Wood was, I guess, his Nick, with Nick Cage, and he's like, I think you should play for this. And so he spoke with the director, got him back together, and they talked about it. And he, this time, they approached it, I guess, differently or from a different perspective, and he did get the role. Hmm. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, a little, like, just tidbit of, like, how that happened. But he's talking to him, and he's like, I saw where he was going with it, and then we were like, how we wanted to approach the combat in the movie, where, like, there's a point before and after a certain point, and he's like, before, or after that point, um, he's like, I wanted my character to behave more, like, psychotic and just off the wall. So he's like, I kind of wanted to capture, like, Bruce Lee, like, when he's in an action scene, (laughs) he's just like... (gasps) <laughs> and like they like I he saw literally t- I saw that scene and they did that. He's just like Yeah. And I'm like, He's just like that was it. And he looks at the camera and then zooms up and it does the same cut. And I'm like, that was yeah. it's an experience. <laughs> and that's what the guy that rips his shirt. Yeah. Don't rip his shirt. <laughs> that's all I gotta yeah. say. So but else? um uh enjoyable movie, I recommend it. Um uh, I don't know. I don't think it's like you could just recommend it to everyone. <clears throat> it, yeah, like, it it's weird. It has nudity. Like, don't like it's like <laughs> it's got not for kids. It's, like it's an older adult movie. Like, well, even then, like I feel like if you're queasy about a lot of the violence, that's true. It's, it's, it's gory. It, it can get on the the campy gory side, but still, like it's just it's in your face. It's true. It's true. I still recommend it to everybody. Um, other than that, what else can I do? Still playing World of Warcraft. Still going Are you? not very strong. Um, <laughs> maybe not soon. I mean, I, I got six months. Which don't worry about do, it. Which day are we talking to today? <laughs> it's like split. <laughs> no, I'm more like um, I'm more like yay. No, I'm just kidding. Yandi. Uh, Yandi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did I do? I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think I haven't done anything. I just watched that movie. Um, did I play anything else? No, that was it. Okay. Indies. <laughs> You're the we indie play, streamer, bro. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, hey, envy. You play whatever you want, dude. Yeah, I know, dude. I, I saw your <laughs> library. You were like, dude, guys, oh, look at this. And I was like, I bought more, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I just bought Pandora's box, dude. You're not Is gonna guess. No, 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 no. Like, I opened Pandora's box. <laughs> oh. That's what I bought. What indie game would take a lot of time to play? Destiny 2. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was, he was like, what indie game? And Stardew I was giving Valley. him AAA titles. I bought Stardew Valley. Oh, my God. We're going to play Stardew Valley tomorrow because you know why? We're not going to be playing Fortnite. I'm done. I'm done with Fortnite. Damn. New it, season, it new gen. They didn't, they didn't entice me. What's funny, though, because the they... the crossplay, they lost you? Or was it... Just stop. I said... I would only come back for items. Like, even one good item, one good costume, one good dance. Went through. I, I saw the battle pass. Did not and like And it's any. funny because they have, like, a whole new section of items now. They have pets. Yeah. They have pets. And he's like, nah. Yeah. They don't look that great. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> except for the better. chameleon. There is a chameleon. They'll I get wanted. better. They will get better. And that's when I'll come back. Like, <laughs> okay. You for now, a break. Start, do, start do Valley tomorrow. And then, yeah. uh, 
Hunter, what have you been it? doing t- till then? Into the breach and hyper <laughs> tired ass arm. <laughs> second hardest fucking second fucking hardest thing I've ever done on a video game. First hardest thing I've ever done on a stream. Um, this stupid challenge where you have to like do 800 dashes. I don't think I'll ever do it again. So I was looking at um, PSN profiles. How many people have the trophy? 200 people have that trophy. Wow. But how many people own the game? 200 people? No. <laughs> but, uh, That's like me with that Titanfall trophy. It's like a little bronze trophy. My night, my my <laughs> night, my nightmare, dude. My nightmare. But well, so why why was that your nightmare? The, the, the metronome. So I needed a metronome to like figure out the timing, and it wasn't even exact. So it's not two forty. People have said to use two fifty, two thirty, two forty. They all kind of work because what there's. What are you using it for? So you to time the button press. Okay, to keep it going. But then the button press isn't the hard part. It's the direction, Lesson, right? Yeah, the direction part. So you have to like you have to be precise with both. So like, God. yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> I realized my forearm still hurt. You realized you didn't have enough practice. After the first attempt, halfway through, I was going like this. I noticed this part started to get hurt halfway. So I tried to readjust, failed. So I failed miserably. But my arm is just like super, super sore. <laughs> and I can't attempt it because it's just super sore. And <laughs> I know what to get you for, your, for Christmas. Icy hot. Yeah, I'm shake with it. Yeah, I thought I had good forearms. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, Hyperlight Drifter, Stardew Valley. Um, I'm gonna pick up Mario Kart. I don't have it only because Sunday, Sunday there's like this LA game night that we're gonna go to, and they have all these kind of games, and I feel like that's a game that they're gonna play. So come out of retirement. I hope they play Monster Hunter, dude. Why? You said I saw no. you do stream, and you were like biggest. Uh, regret. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I should have clipped this. I should have clipped this. That's why I need them to play Monster Hunter so I could play it. Okay. But Stardew Valley is tomorrow. Okay. Goodbye Fortnite. Goodbye Fortnite. Oh, I, and and I tried watching Stranger Things season two. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh my! I fell asleep, dude. <laughs> Episode six. I'm four hours away from finishing it. You're so close. I have. There's I have a, a comic coming out. <laughs> I fell asleep. If it was a book, if there was a novelization of season two, would you read it? No, I want to watch it. <laughs> I have a a, fr- uh, a coworker who was like, "Dude, you should watch Iron Fist season three. I think it's on right now." And I'm like, well, "Season two, season two, Daredevil season." Two I want to see Daredevil. <clears throat> it's good. So I, he's I saying it's he's saying Iron Fist season two is is like it's 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 redeeming itself. Better. Yeah, significantly better. Just, and he's like, "You should watch." I'm like, "Ah, dude, I still have like." So usually he's like, no, nah, just <laughs> wait for that. Like, wait until season three comes Who's out to this watch. Person? <laughs> he's my manager. I'm going to talk to your manager. I'll be like, Can I, I need to talk to your manager. Be, and I'll have like a haircut. <laughs> he always walks in and he's like, watch this show. I'm like, nah, bro. The only thing that confuses me about Daredevil season three is why is he in that black costume? What happened in season two? Season, season two, two, he has it. He has. I know season one. two, that person dies and comes back, and then. Well, he has the the um, part, the new costume. I think it's just him going back to where, where he started. Oh, I think that's the symbolism and of of this. Did you see the the picture for the boys? The comic book, the boys. No. Well, look it up on Am- It's gonna come out on Amazon. Okay. But then two trailers came out. Dark. Oh, I didn't see that one. 
Dark Ooh. Phoenix and Creed Two. Dude, Creed movie of the year. <laughs> that is Creed from a trailer. I, I'm so stoked. For I don't know, man. Ivan Drago. I don't man. know. No, part two is a movie. I know. You know, so I know. I rewatched. It's not even Ryan Coogler in this one. I rewatched Apollo Creed versus Drago original fight. Rocky should feel so fucking guilty because he had the towel. They're like, throw in the towel. It's goes or his friends like, throw in the towel. And Rocky just doesn't throw the towel. Uh-huh. I was like, fuck, dude. He got his, though. He, he yeah. Drago punched the fuck. Like, in the trailer, he's like, oh, yeah. he's broke things in me. I still aren't fixed. And I'm like, <laughs> like, but the way they just montaged it, I'm like, they're getting the montage right. This is, I'm stoked for this. See, but someone else does the trailer as opposed to who actually got the I know, I know, I know. DMX has a new song. That, oh, that DMX song was so <laughs> Yeah, it matches up with the song. He's, he did the song for the trailer, but in the first trailer, it was the I got, I got, I got oh. loyalty. Oh, okay. And then I was like, man, they're killing it with the trailers. <laughs> I don't feel like they, they can do too, like, deviate by too much for this. Like, I know it's a different director. It's not Ryan Coogler. Um, but I think it's still in good hands. And I think Stallone, he's a passionate enough creator that he, I don't think would attach himself to this um, unless he was invested and thinks it's, yeah. it's a quality thing. So I think it's going to be at least good. I'm hoping for good. What about the Dark Phoenix? You guys watch it? I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, about it was. That. I didn't dumb. care. I didn't care for it. It's dumb. It feels like how DC does with like, we're getting to the Justice League. It's like, they're trying to just rush through all these things. The only relationship, I was literally just talking about this with Katie before this podcast. Um, I think the only relationship in this like young x-men that i ca- that i feel like they've built and kind of like kept going well is xavier and magneto mm. that's one of the few ones that i like it feels good they have a click yeah, they have a connection. there's there's a a conflict but a a care and it captured a lot of what patrick stewart and ian mckellen did i'm like everything else just feels like we gotta get to this next big event why no one gives a shit we gotta get to the chopper yeah <laughs> yeah, I don't give two fucks. And I didn't watch Fantastic Beasts. Oh. Oh. I, that I just saw the picture. So the other trailers, I was like, it's going to be good. I like the last one just because I like the magical lore and the world that they explore. This trailer got me really hyped. Like the way the music was going, mm. it was like when music gets good, when they get or- orchestral, like on point, very uh, impactful, intense moments. I was like, <coughs> they're not as much... I mean, there's stuff that's like, okay, this is connected to the Potter films, but I feel like it's like, taking and expanding in its own little like mm-hmm. pocket of time and region and stuff. So I'm excited. It's hol- It's almost Halloween time. And, and this is Halloween. The Venom trailers. I mean, I'll see it. <laughs> I like Tom Hardy, but I'm not like hyped. I, I'm more interested in watching Dark Phoenix than I have Venom. What? what? <laughs> I, no way. That one looks me. better than Dark yeah. I think they did a bad job with the trailer on Dark Phoenix. Um, but I also don't care for both movies. Okay. But I would be more interested in Dark Phoenix because I care more, I guess, about that franchise than okay. I do the specifically just Venom. Because I, you know, I haven't kept up with Spider-Man at all. Like, like other than Homecoming, not Homecoming. Well, I did watch yeah, Homecoming. Awesome. But like... I'm more interested with him and within the MCU ver- verse rather than the. Um, They're still leaving it open that this could connect to him. Yeah. So anyway, I like Tom Hardy. That's my big, big push for this. Um, okay. Anything else? I've been doing quite a bit. Um, you survived. I survived. I survived. The grind. The grind. Fucking 
fucking Mordor. That's what it felt like. Grinding all night long. All night long. Oh, no. It was the toughest hike I've ever done. And I'm proud that Katie and I did it. I was like, fuck, we did. That was like, we came out. And where is this grind? We went to Vancouver for our anniversary. Okay. uh, Six years now. Congrats. um, Thank you. Thank you. Um, And still not married. Yeah. That's how how we choose to roll. We're a fire team. Now I'm bringing it up because I, where did I read it up? Um, Mary, divorces are down like by a large margin. You're welcome, guys. But it's also, <laughs> they're, they're also, I mean, it, there's debate saying like oh. it's because people aren't marrying anymore. Like they're just staying together forever, but they're just not getting married anymore. What's up with that? <laughs> the tax benefits, man. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I you know, should rush. I'm just saying like in, in the article. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that Why, if you're going to stay forever, then just. There's a benefit to it. And then ages 55 and up. (laughs) And then ages 55 and up, like divorce rates are like skyrocketing. Really? (laughs) They're just like, I'm, I ain't done done with this. Yeah. So I just, that's why I brought it up. But okay. Yeah. No, uh, six years. We're pretty happy. Um, Got many more to go. So I'm excited about that. I like that. Our trip was, it started off a little bit on the, the rough side just because we, I don't think we anticipated the amount of time, like we packed our day with activities and events and places to see, but we didn't anticipate the time of using public transportation to get to those places. We thought it could be very quick and snappy. Um, I guess from prior experiences, that's, it's been pretty easy, but they don't have Lyft. They don't have Uber. Whoa. It's taxi or like buses and Holy and then crap. like figuring it, it wasn't arduous but it was just like we did a hop on hop off bus and then when we did it we we're like okay we'll just it's on a loop and so we'll just wait at this stop but when it showed up there was an overwhelming amount of people at that stop so they filled a bus and we're like okay well what do we do we gotta wait for the next one and we're like the next one filled up so then they were like, we got to send in an emergency bus to fill up to, that's empty. Wow. And some, so it just threw off all our schedule. Anyway, after a day or two, we're like, we should just rent a car. Like, this is probably <laughs> a good call. And we did, and it's it made a, the night and day difference in terms of, like, how much our comfort was. And we're like, this is a vacation. We should enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned a lesson there. Uh, we did do, like, a day trip to Victoria, which is on Vancouver Island. And that one was another lesson in that it was... It was like an hour from the bus to the ferry. The bus wasn't... There wasn't like one spot where the bus picked everyone up. It was going to each hotel. Oh, my God. And there's like maybe one or two people at each hotel. And so it's spending all this time getting everyone. Then it's taking 40 minutes to an hour to get to the ferry. Then the ferry was an hour and a half. And then off the ferry was another hour. And then we had two hours at that spot. And they're like, all right, back on the bus. Another hour to get to the other spot. They're like, two hours. Before we knew it, it was like five. And they're like, we got we have an hour and a half, two hours. And then you can go. And we're like... We spent more time on these buses and ferries than we did like doing it. Like maybe next time we should these day trips and these like planned kind of like you hit all these spots. Pro con, that was a lesson learned there. It's like it's a full package, but you there's a give and take. You get no time. Yeah, but when we were doing our own thing, we went to like the forest. We went to the there's a place called Stanley Park, which is their like Central Park, and it's beautiful. They have the Stanley Cup there and everything. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> he, Stanley's there with his cup. <laughs> no, um, they have a like around it. You take a bike and you just pick it up, and it's pretty cool because it's like those public bikes where you just like pick it up, you drop it off another. You don't have to pay. You do pay. It's like an app. Okay. But it was like a few bucks. It wasn't much. Okay. Um, and then we did that very scenic, very beautiful. And then we did this hike on like the last day. <laughs> Jesus. It was like 
an existential crisis. Like as we're going, we're like going through the seven stages of like acceptance, grief, and acceptance. But you know what makes a good relationship work is going through hardships. So we you came out life, of that life and death. Stronger <laughs> that bond, <laughs> titanium chains. Now you know. I I will think I was like I might need an apple. It was the best call I made. We were like three fourths up, and that last fourth might not sound like much, but it <laughs> goddamn, it felt like an Celeste. <laughs> yeah, and like we're like, we we need this apple now, so we have it, and it was like going from zero HP to full HP. Like, oh, let's do this. It's a high potion. <laughs> yeah, it felt, and we were split it. Yeah, so man, we did it, and like we were like, we're getting fucking shirts. Everyone's gonna know we did this. Sensu beans. Sparta. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool and then we took a gondola down um which is the chillest thing ever <laughs> it would have been if it didn't break down before oh, we went, shit. and the line was long and then apparently people have been like they did another tour group for just for this yeah. where they just bring people up so they can see them from the top and i'm like you guys didn't deserve that <laughs> and it's mostly like i mean i'm saying this kind of like elitistly but it was mostly elderly and yeah i'm like they get priority. I'm like, bitch, I should get priority. I fucking did <laughs> My that. legs hurt. I you're like, walk. Unchar- like, you're like uncharted. Take off your belt. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they eventually fixed it and they packed us all in. Like everyone was jammed. Oh. Suckers. So yeah, um, but it was, we got down in like four minutes. I'm like, that took two hours. <laughs> fucking fast travel. This is what fast travel means. Um, but then on the f- way back, Oh, no, not on the way back. Yeah, on the way back, actually, I read a lot of comics. So I read All of Mr. Miracle by Tom King. He's been doing the recent um, Batman wedding story that's been happening. Death Mr. Rates. Miracle, fucking good. I heard really good goddamn things. good. I hear um, good there's things. one issue left. I, I got it. Does, does it have to do with miracles? Like, just good shit happens? Well, it's just like he's... So Darkseid is like... You know Darkseid in DC? Yeah, the rock. Yeah, Yeah. rock guy. He's essentially like DC's Thanos, for all intents and purposes. Um, There's a bunch of other, like, new gods. And they're sort of like the Thor, Asgard. Like, these guys exist above everyone else. And one of them is Mr. Miracle. He's he's on one side, and there's the other side, which is Darkseid's side. And he, on Earth, makes a living by just being, like, a performance artist. He's just like... (laughs) I'll do a miracle. You guys watch it. And he does like his superpowers and he gets out of it. But people are like amazed. And that's how he makes his money. But it shows him through the mundane and through this war stuff. And it's like, I don't know. It just, it hits a certain note that I'm like, it's both magical and like, like, like real at the same time. Um, and it's really good. And then I caught up on Saga. I got chills. I got, to, there's a point. Are they multiplying? They're multiplying, dude. Um, <laughs> there's, they've made a point, and I think you know about this, where they're taking a year off, yep. the writing team. They're like, we have many, many more stories, uh, arcs planned for this, but we're taking a year off to, to just recharge and everything. We think this is the right decision. But that note that they leave on was the biggest fucking like sad and emotional. Someone I dies. I mean, they, they, that's what they market yeah, it as. Yeah, yeah, Someone dies. Yeah, but yeah. it, like, it, they, they pull every fucking turn on you and it got, it's a gut it's Brian K. Vaughn is a fucking, it's a fucking He's a good punch. writer, dude. Fuck, dude. Now, another one that it's like independent that I was like, I'm wearing off of, but I want to see what it is, is Walking Dead. Hmm. I caught up on that and it feels like there's That's a lot. I feel like that's a lot to catch up on. I read a lot. That's I was just like lot. reading, reading, and reading. 
Um, <clears throat> I read it, caught up on Walking Dead, and they take it, I guess, in a sort of a new direction, but it's. But the group that they meet, I don't understand the, why. Have you been? Keep, no, like, I kind of, I kind of know, but the group that they met, I don't know why they haven't met a group like that sooner. Like it makes it's sense. Essential, like, it makes I'm not sense. Too much. It's essentially another big like organized like organized community. A very organized, yeah, very organized. And their philosophy is very different. And I'm like, how many more times can you do this? <laughs> and at, and at this point, the conflicts you're dealing with just feel like you're like you're back in civilization. It's just kind of hit refresh. I don't know. I don't. Can, I think the way they're going, they're going to end it is. You remember Watchmen? The that Black Freighter. Yeah. That mini story where yeah. the guy he goes through all this horrible shit and then he finally goes home and he yeah. realizes he's so used to the old. The, yeah, I think so that's like what's I gonna. Legend too. Yeah, that's, so that's gonna happen to Rick. He's just gonna be like, no, I'm used to the outside, like the yeah. savagery, and he just leaves. Yeah, I can see that because every time he comes up with these other civilizations, he's like, that's not how we do shit. <laughs> we fucking roll deep. And like, I'm gonna do it my way. He's like, he's got one hook arm, and he's like, <laughs> I feel like he's gonna be the villain in one of these arcs. Like, you're mm. gonna see it. Like, they should start it where another group comes to their group, and you're like, what is this person? See, so you tell me it's that cliche where it's like you live long enough to see yourself a villain. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Is that where this fucking thing's the going? philosopher Harvey Dent? Because <laughs> yep. right, they're gonna kill him off in the show. Yeah, I, he's gonna be directing, <clears throat> or like, he's gonna be part of the production instead of. Interesting. <laughs> so that was one of the ones I was like, ant on. And you then, finished all that and you're like, ah, not worth it. I mean, it, it was <laughs> worth it because I do enjoy keeping it. I've, I've been with it for so long. I do want to see it through. But it wasn't the way I was captivated as I was with Mr. Miracle or Saga. Um, and then we've been watching The Good Place. Uh, it's good. Solid. We're going back to net. We're going back to next gen now that we're like back from our trip. I, and like we were like, we want to go to this voyage yeah and but i'm getting in the halloween mood so i'm like going through all these like halloween fantasy Town. and like <laughs> harry potter like that trailer got me hyped i'm like i kind of want to revisit the potter movies and this hike that we did and i was speaking <laughs> of lord of the rings a little bit i'm like it's time for some more of the rings. another fucking hike dude no <laughs> yeah a long fucking hike. so i started uh last night actually three the, hours the extended five hours I started it. I'm still in it. The first one of the three. And I really just... I've never watched the extended one. I could never oh. pause in between a movie. I can't stop a movie and be I've like, seen I'll, these I'll start tomorrow. thousands of times that it, 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 I can do it. Yeah. Like if it was any other movie, if I, I could do it with Star Wars. I could do it with Potter. I could do it with this. If it was like, I don't know, uh, Big Lebowski or something else, I'd be like, I want to start and finish this. Yeah. But, but Lord of the Rings, I'm like, I've, I know what's going to happen with Boromir. <laughs> I know it's, you know, one does not simply, you know... But I'm enjoying it. I'm like I'm t- soaking it back and all, and, and seeing it with new, new eyes because I saw a lot of it. I'm like, when I was younger, it was very comedic and very you know all over the place. Now I'm looking at it, and I kind of see it with a new lens. I'm like, I'm in my head. I'm the gears are turning because I know Amazon is doing a a series run of Thor: The Rings, mm. and I'm like, these actors are like. I don't. I can't. I don't know if I can see anyone else besides Ian McKellen playing Nicholas, Gandalf. Nicholas Cage was supposed to be Aragon. I was thinking about that after fucking <laughs> Mandy. He's fucking in everything. God damn. He, Superman. He almost Batman. Neo. He was gonna be Neo. He passed that out. Good. Wow. Brad Pitt passed up on seven. Brad, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> Denzel Washington passed up on Brad Pitt's. Tell you right now, if Nick didn't pass up on Matrix, we wouldn't have John Wick. Tell you that right now. 
We just have John Wick with Nick Cage. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> but we would have had a Bill and Ted street. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm thinking about it, and I already have a few ideas of how they could do it where it's not like just a rehash of what Lord... I mean, the story is the story, but doing it within a new vision. And part of me is like, it'd be really cool, and this is just early thought, of if they did sort of Band of Brothers style, mm. where... Um, each episode is like they, it's a long episode, but it's like the the journey. Mm-hmm. But you get a little bit of backstory. It's sort of like Lost, where they do a flashback of that person mm-hmm. and their like their their pathos and their struggle leading up to this point. So you could see, like for instance, Boromir. You could have one of the backstories on him being like his struggle at Gondor with his brother, with his father. Everyone, his brother thinks he's his, he's the the chosen one, but he's like. No, like father has a hard time with me too, and and then his how he takes it out and how he's greedy and all the stuff he does with the group, um, and then like the hardships of what they're currently dealing with, I think would be cool. But like I see it this these movies, and I'm like, man, I remember being in those times. I remember the Lord of the Rings games; those were the fucking best games. I missed them. <laughs> anyway, Destiny, been playing that, and then oh, so I I played a lot of Iron Banner. The last thing I'll say. And now that I'm watching Lord of the Rings, I'm like, I want to play my Switch because I can just watch it and you know, chill and play my Switch. So I was kind of switching between indie games and then I was like, you know what? I could feel like an Octopath right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm cooked on Octopath right now. Like, it's perfect because I can just like do a little turn base. I'm skipping all the story. I don't give a fuck about the story. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, am I high enough level? Okay, go to the next character. Because the, the combat is very satisfying. Yeah. And I'm figuring out what the, the, the game cycle is for that. Where it's like, my guy right now is the bookkeeper and or the the book savvy guy or whatever. Yeah. And he has one of his abilities where you analyze the enemy and it tells you one of the five weaknesses. Hmm. So what, what, after I've, I'll like defend, analyze, 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 take a bunch of hits, heal myself. <laughs> and now that I know all their weaknesses, I've stored up all these like bonus points and I just go, yeah, I do that. <laughs> and I just combo it up. And I've learned, I'm learning how to combo. I'm like, okay, I'll do a hit to get their shield. And then once I get the break, I'm going to fucking spam yeah. this combo and just go to town on this one. And then I can work on the next one. And then I, I got enough for the next one already. And I'm like, okay, I think I can, I can get in the hang of this. Um, but it's very much Pokemon in the sense that I'm like, I would go in circles just so I could get a, a level. And I'm like, all right, now I'm ready to fight this boss. So, <laughs> with that, let's jump into topics. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start with Mr. <coughs> Last Boss. Mr. Young. So what, Mr. Metronome. What got recently announced was a PlayStation Classic following Nintendo's recent success, which NES Online. God damn. Just stupid NES. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say about that. That was the last thing I was going to say. <laughs> I, I actually, I know we talked about the Nintendo service. I got it before the trip. Okay. And I was actually pleasantly surprised because I was like, I'll get it. It's cheap. It's for a year. It's 20 bucks. So it's, like over a year, it's not too much. Just because I was curious what games are going to be covered. And it covers pretty much every game except for Splatoon and Fortnite. Like all my other games, I could back up. The thing that was annoying was I had to manually back up. I'd be like, back up, down, back up, down. Oh, that sucks. Which is, suck. the first time I did it, it sucked. But after that, I was set. And because I was like, if I go on this trip, I don't want to lose all my shit. And just for that alone, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is my insurance now. So... I just want to say that real quick because I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, the NES online thing." I'm just, Did, anyway. But play River City Ransom. That's a good game. Okay. Anyway, you go back to your topic. Sorry. So the PlayStation Classic was announced. So I think the first five games were announced. There is going to be 15 more. 
So we need to come up with a list. What do you think should be on the PlayStation Classic? <clears throat> Anyone want to start? So the ones we know are Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. Wild Arms, Ridge Racer, Tekken 2, mm-hmm. or 3. I, f- I don't know. Uh, and then some I forget what the last one was but those are the ones I just wanted to lay those out so we don't pick we don't the fit, I, like, I want to start I want to start with the one that Kuroch says no one's going to say I don't think you guys are going to get this Dino Crisis no. damn alright so Dino Crisis it's um I didn't own a Playstation for very long uh, I ended up giving it to family in Mexico and then the next time I visited it became no 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 I'm sorry I had a Sega okay I had a Sega, Sega and I ended up giving my Sega to my family in Mexico mm. and then the next trip I came back they sold that shit and got themselves a PlayStation okay and then that's where I got to play my the PlayStation and Dino Crisis was one of them I couldn't beat the shit out of it because <laughs> I only was only I was vacationing there for like two weeks or whatever so I couldn't Dude, beat them two weeks. Time. This is but, what motivated you to become such a quick Because it gets finish. to the point where it's like, I have no fucking clue where to go anymore. Like, these, this door isn't opening up. Yeah. This door says I need this key, and I don't even know. There's a fucking T-Rex over there. I can't even kill him. You know? But yeah, Dino Crisis is one, a really enjoyable one. Okay. I want you to give a guess at what you think mine is. It's a wrestling game? No. Okay, then. I don't know. So, um, I'm going to pick my pick. You said Dino Crisis. I think they're going to pick their... Most famous survival horror, which is Resident Evil 1, is going to be on it. Classic. Can that one be the last one? Sure. So we can okay. keep it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That, so that's cool. That's <laughs> Resident I, Evil. I, I hope you, that's a good one. I, I wasn't sure if they were going to announce it for it or not. Wasn't Resident Evil 2 on that one yeah, too? Yeah, 2 was on there. Oh, oh shit. Then I don't, do I, I, yeah, I don't think they're going to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do another Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah, some of the remakes that they've been doing have been throwing me off. Like they they did the Crash trilogy remastered. I'm like, would they do Crash on this because this remaster is recent, or would they do another Crash? So I picked Crash Team Racing. <laughs> I think they would. It's a way to satisfy the Crash fans that wanted it in the remaster, while also giving us something where it's Crash related. I think they would do just the regular crash because they would already have like licensing or whatever for it. Like, well, they do. I'm just saying in the sense that like fans, people just played it on mm-hmm. the, and it's like not a draw. I mm-hmm. don't think, but it, I don't know. So this this one would have to work if they somehow can make it online. Diablo. Ooh. Was it on the first? It one? was on the first. It was. One. It was on PlayStation One. <laughs> it was on PlayStation. <laughs> the original Diablo. Uh, okay, that's one. a that's out of left field. Would <laughs> you? I'm gonna guess yours, but it's not my pick. Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics, but I don't think, I don't think, I don't really? think, it's, I don't think it's gonna. That be... was gonna eventually be on my thing. <laughs> we got a list over there. It's, I do, but, but it's like a pre-made thing. My pick is, he. I guess he's kind of a mascot. He's not really. Who would you say Crash is the mascot of Sony? Right? Yeah, Spyro. Oh, Spyro. Well, no, no. Parab- but they're also Parab- Parab- the oh, yeah, he's, that's Punch cool. Kick. Yeah, it's all man. in the mind. I played that shit too, man. All right, Final hey, Fantasy man. Tactics. If they have that on there, I'm buying this thing. <laughs> Even though I I don't know if I would play it on there, but I would. Really? I mean, I have it on the Vita. Uh, I feel like between the two, I'd rather play it on the Vita. But that's true. I want to support tech. I feel like it's a missed Switch, man. This should have been on Switch. <laughs> okay, back to you. Um, there is a fighting game that I always enjoyed. Virtual fighting. And I could never find. I mean, I I could I could eventually find it, but like it was always part of like the 
like it had different game likes in it. It was like a meme cabinet or a, a meme oh, yeah. meme yeah. cabinet. Yeah. Um, but it was a Samurai Showdown. Showdown. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's on Switch right now. I think they're making a new one. Yeah, they're they're oh, redoing it. Yeah, they're redoing it. It's, it looks like almost like Soul Calibur, like that type of three D. There's like a bundle right now on uh, Switch where it's part of it. Oh, mm. yeah. how much? I don't probably twenty bucks at the mm. most. Capcom beat them up. Mm. <laughs> there was a couple other ones. I was like, I play these. I used to play these in arcade cabinets at like the pizza parlor. Yeah. So you brought up fighting game. I'm gonna say Street Fighter Alpha Two. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna put they're gonna put a Street Fighter. I don't know if they if Capcom will let them just because they just did the street fighter like collection mm. of all the ones mm. that's the only thing i see holding being a, a a hold on it yeah i'm gonna go with one of the other mascots of early sony triangle boobs tomb raider <laughs> classic <laughs> those polygons bro <laughs> um this is when i first Got like when you first said your uh, topic. your topic, the first game that popped in my head because it's a game that I've generally played on every system that had came out. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Oh. I'm sorry, not not Grand Theft Auto. Um, Grand Turismo. Oh, Grand yeah, Turismo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been like a huge fan of the games, and then I'll buy it, play it, and be like, I fucking suck at this, and so, never touch. So it my again. experience with PlayStation One was it was my uncle's, and I was like, PlayStation's an adult console because it's my uncle's, <laughs> and he had Ace Combat and he had Grand Turismo. I'm like, Ooh. I'll try Grand Grand Turismo. I'm like, reverse. Bumper. I'm like, man, this isn't like Mario Kart or like Need for Speed or Cruising USA. I, I was like, I'm, this is a simulator. <laughs> no, this is an adult game. Yeah. <laughs> so you said Gran Turismo. I think they will bring a, a racing game, but it's going to be Wipeout. Ooh. Wipeout will be in it. Um, My next one, which one do I want to say? I mean, I think the. It's not a racing game, it's a car game. And it's the only car game that should be on here. Twisted Metal. Damn. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's going to be on there. For sure. Vigilante. It's, it's got to be. Vigilante. The Vigilante was on on uh, N64 and Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know if it was on PlayStation. Right? I think you're right. So this is a game that I didn't own a PlayStation. I bought this game on PlayStation because I was a huge fan of this cartoon. Dragon Ball GT. Mm-hmm. The fighting That was game. on PS1? It was on PS1. Holy fuck. Yeah. And I think I still... I ended up trading that one in with a game that I thought at the time was Japan exclusive. Mm. But I have an English version of it, so oh. I don't think it was. Um, and it's another Dragon Ball Z game. It's called... Um, I don't remember the name of the game. But I, ha- I still own that physical copy. Well, I have it at home. That's pretty cool. But yeah, Dragon Ball GT. They, uh, they're announcing this for the PS4, um, a remake. I don't know if it's actually it's not a remake. I don't remaster. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Let's go on. I'm gonna go with a game that we haven't seen from like this style of game in a while. Tony Hawk. Oh. What number are we in, by the way? I don't know. I'm just going through what I have. <laughs> if you haven't, I don't know what number we're on. But this is a game that. You started Me, the story, Karosh. and I don't know if well, you... you're saying you the video captures it, but the audio. Oh, you're right. Yes, you pointing at Karosh started this saga, and I don't know how far into it you are. 
Metal Gear. Yep, it has to be. That's going to be on it for sure. <laughs> I'm still on Monday. through two. <laughs> I think I'm just going to YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. It's better because... I was thinking about Red Dead, and I'm like, should I just YouTube the first one just to see what's <laughs> up? Because I don't know if I want to get my PS3 out again. Mm-hmm. Okay, Metal Gear was on mine too. Um, Jane? I know they said Resident Evil 2, but I think Silent Hill is going to be... That was the other one. I, I think it's going to be on there. Okay. Should be on there. That yeah, I would I would agree. Odd World. Oh. I remember yeah. they don't make those games as much anymore, but I remember liking them. I have one on PS4. Like it was a oh, okay. a PlayStation Plus and I haven't even installed it ever. <laughs> What's yours? Um I gotta go with an RPG. A classic. Everyone's all time favorite. Other than Final Fantasy Seven. Or Tactics. <laughs> or Tactics. Or six. Or eight. Uh, Chrono Trigger. Mm, it's on everything. Might it's on well everything. On yeah, just you know, mobile version. I wonder if Nintendo, if there's if there's going to be any challenge because they put that I believe on the SNES SNES Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I put Spider Man OG. OG. Just because it'll be like hot off the people could compare. This will be my last one. There has to be a shooter, and Vargas has talked about the shooter. SOCOM. Is SOCOM, did it come out in the PS1? No, huh? I don't think so. Yeah, it was, so the original SOCOM was PS2. Then I take that back. <laughs> there has to be, it was, what, what FPS was it? Uh, Splinter Cell? It wasn't like, no, it's Splinter no multiplayer. Cell was Xbox. Really? Yeah. That didn't come out until Xbox came out. So if it, if it ever came the out on PlayStation, it was FPS I think of with PlayStation is Time Spoilers, but that was PS2. Yeah. What about House of the Dead? Was that on PS1? Perfect Dark N sixty four. I'm done. Um, I put SmackDown. Ooh, just one of there has to be one wrestling game. One of these fucking things has to do. And then I have two more. I got two more. Okay, go. I got the classic Frogger. They they had like a like a three D version. Yeah, yeah. I, that one. I played that on PC. <laughs> Legend of Dragoon. Mm. I people I haven't played it. I know people talk the shit up. I think I played it. Your next one? Last and one. then my last one is... Oh, I have two more. This is throwback. Sorry. Well, it's not a throwback because the game is the throwback. But this is uh, in reference to uh, you know your, your favorite type of uh, games that just got announced by Nintendo. Harvest Moon. <laughs> <laughs> that was my last one. I got Ace Combat because I mentioned it earlier. Yeah, oh, yeah. With your that uncle. was a great game. The adult and, then, and then the final one I want to bring out is Soul Reaver. Uh, yes, Leg- legacy of. Kane. I played that on the first time I saw the show um, on G Four or Tech TV. There was like Blood Raven or something like that too. Th- that might have been another one. Soul Reaver was the one I saw. Mm-hmm. Legacy of the Kane, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver. It just had this art style that I was like, "Whoa, that looks badass!" Like at that time, I was a young kid, and I remember seeing Adam Sessler review this <laughs> on XSplit or something on Tech TV, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Whoa." Game review <laughs> shows like this is some cool shit. So, they're, dude, those those I feel like those shows thrived back then, and now they're just like unwanted. They're on YouTube, internet, yeah, yeah. They, they just moved. Attack of the Show isn't on YouTube. No, no, know, but, but there like, are shows like that. Whole thing's done. IGN's got like eight different shows that are like yeah, parts of that. But like, I do. I'm just saying, like they got the one. Cop, everyone else going. The cops are dude. Gone. <laughs> anyway, all right. Next topic. <clears throat> Uh, next topic is take me to the moon. Um, that is not the right song. Elon Fly Musk. Me. I don't know. 
But you're taking me. You're not flying me. Um, Elon Musk <laughs> is in trouble, dude. Did you might hear be. about that? Shit, man. All right, go for it. We need to talk about that because I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, this has already been... A, this was a while ago that it was announced. Like a week or two, I think. Okay. Um, he, uh, he was announcing who was going to go... Who who bought like his ticket to go uh, use his BFR big, what is it called? Rocket. Falcon rocket. <laughs> um, I I know what it's supposed to stand for. Um, big Falcon rocket that's supposed to go around like travel from here around the moon and then back again. And he was like, I think it's supposed to carry more people. He sold the total of ten tickets. One guy bought all the tickets, hmm. and now he's supposed to be inviting. Um, uh, various artists and so i want to figure out who these artists are and we don't have to choose nine artists we can just choose like a, a couple random I think ones i'm at 11 maybe. that's fine that's fine Damn. i'll take some of yours um now he wants to do different medias he wants to do like a, a musician he wants to do an, uh, like a, a an artist does painting wise maybe sculpture wise different ones and he wants this is this is like the billionaire who got who bought the ticket okay. he wants them to do an art piece after the whole trip um, that is inspired by just seeing the moon, you know, okay. that close and, and, and being in this on this trip. Um, so, yeah, I just want to what, what artist do you think could or, or should have a chance to go up? You can start gross since you're so confident right now. I want to first give uh, the first spot, the first seat to a special guest that was on our show, Andy Weir. Ooh, that's actually a really good. The Martian. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Fuck. All right, that, that, ends, that ends the topic. All right, next All right, topic. Yeah, is. <laughs> God, um, how do I follow that, man? How like you, every other question is just a, every other artist. Fall fancy tactics. <laughs> <laughs> So (laughs) mine's going to go a a weird direction. Um, Take us down. Jim Carrey. Okay. He's been doing paintings. Mm -hmm. He's been trying to like. He's he's in a weird point in his life. Okay. He he's I don't know what point he is in. He's in some point. But he's in some point, and he's been doing drawings. And I'd be interested to see what what um what he would do. What do we create after this? This guy, his album title is Man on the Moon. Kid Cootie. Kid Cootie. Kid Cootie. Kid Cuddy. Okay. Uh, he'll come up with some weird music. My second guy. He's the only man to, that I... He's like my definitive man to go boldly where no man has gone. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. God damn it. I think if anyone like that, that is... I don't know. What, uh, what medium would he like... Create art. <laughs> he's about to play Captain. Oh yeah, he's Captain he could John Luke Picard again. Yeah, he could totally like. Yeah, but new even character. if he didn't, I think like just having embodied and inspired mm-hmm. people through his portrayal of Jean Luc Picard and like what he's done with the Star Trek franchise and his you know the cast, the crew, the writers. Um, I would say if he can get bring a plus one, and I don't know if he's alive honestly because I'm, I'm again I'm new to the Trek stuff. Yeah. But I would like if the, if he if he was alive the the original um, William Shatner. No, no, no. Um, give me a second. 
The Trek fans I know are yelling at me right now. Like, ah, why did he say his name? Um, Gene Roddenberry. Oh, okay. He's yeah. He's not no longer with us. Yeah, 1991. So, okay. I would have. There's a few people that I wanted. I wanted him, Gene Roddenberry, and uh, Frank Sinatra, as some people. But Patrick Stewart. Yeah. As as the one of. So I wanted to add um, different writers as well. Okay. One of them specifically comic book related, and we just talked about him. Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Okay. I think he'd be someone very interesting seeing what he does. What he'd do. What he'd write after. Okay. I'm going to cheat and put two people on this. Oh, movie. shit. They wrote an issue, a comic book about the moon. Lock and Key, Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez. Mm. Okay. When there's, a, there's an issue where they go to the moon. The moon. It, I technically have three comic writers. Technically. Mm. Oh, I know one. Yeah. I know. Final Fantasy <laughs> my, my best, my, let me call him up. <laughs> Greg Morrison. <laughs> I think if anyone, like, he's talked about how, like, these big moments uh, have influenced his life. And I think one of the big things he talked about with a lot of his, like, early creativity was the impact that the nuclear arms race did on his early inspirations and, like, that idea of, like, finality and, like, everything about it um, yeah. and i wonder what like an actual trip to the moon and into space would like his he would come back with. um i don't know because like, i want to do like a, a uh uh a book writer but i haven't really thought of who i could take up I got um and then I, the only person that can come up to my mind because you've been talking about harry potter J.K. Rowling? It's J.K. Rowling, mm. yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like she'd be in a point where like, if she was Ash, she didn't, she'd be like, nah. I could see that too. I, I don't, don't know, know why. I could see her growing either way. Yeah. But she'd be one. Okay. My next one is not an artist or writer. I want the head person, that the, the figurehead of a flat earther. To go up there to just <laughs> see it because steve explained it at the joe rogan podcast like man like he's been in like near like outer space the boundary and you can see the curvature of the earth mm-hmm. so i just want the number one flat earther public figurehead yeah. to go there just to see him he'd go with something <sighs> okay um let me change it up i think we should put someone to tell us what the flight's about and who better than Casey Neistat? <laughs> oh shit! Blog the whole thing, bruh. That's a good one. Actually, that'd be good because that that brings modern day people to to like the front. Well, that's like immediate content creator. Yeah. Right like, well, I mean, I don't. He's like obviously you're talk, well, you're he's not gonna about, upload while he's up there. Why not with the new Girl Pro Seven that he just Shh, talked about? Oh shit! <laughs> Online connectivity well, closer I'm to not the satellite. Like live streaming. I'm saying like. In terms of people like taking this as an inspiring thing, he mm-hmm. would take the the journey and the experience of going and making him like just like how he does already. Yeah. So, yeah, that was one person. I got and a few more. My last one, I because I I wanted to have someone who can like do sculpture. I have no freaking clue because hmm. I don't know a single famous sculpture that's alive today. Me, me neither. <laughs> Todd McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> McFarland action figure. The guy that made Spawn. He's like make his, all of his oh, action shit. figures are like the most detailed you've ever seen. I don't know. That's the only one I can think of. I'll go with him. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, I think because he would want to go. Like, he would in- enjoy it. Actually, two, I'm going to put two people. Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh. Like, I think they would just enjoy, enjoy it. They should be the pilots. <laughs> or, like, the flight attendants. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Like, the tour guides. They're like, all right, on your left, you're about to see... <laughs> Flat Earth, you pay attention to this. <laughs> um, okay. So is that your last one? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do my last YouTuber, MKBHD. Oh, shit. Just to talk about the technology. The, I feel like that's an, a, another big point of view. He like breaks down the rock. <laughs> and I had um, uh, Miyamoto. Ooh. I think he's been such a visionary. Nintendo wouldn't let him. I think they He'd be like, fuck, I am Nintendo. <laughs> Tries to throw the hat to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Turns it into Peach at Moon Just Moon all of a sudden has big tits. <laughs> Miyazaki. Oh, wow. Studio Ghibli. Just because he's always, like, not just because he's such a great creator and he is also inspired by, like, in, in industrial age and everything. I think this would be, like, both a treat and like a further inspiration mm-hmm. to him and like what he would just like a final kind yeah. of he's cause he's always done stuff about like flight. Like there's actually one of his movies is like something where he's talking about someone where they're trying to figure out like point like planes and flying and stuff. And I don't know. I <laughs> thought that would be a good one. And then I got Kojima. <laughs> just cause that guy, like, he's like the gaming That's version good. of Ben Morrison. A gaming developer would have been, yeah, it's a good idea. It is a good idea. I got two gaming developers. <laughs> To Nintendo, Sony, um, and then I got three more: Stephen King, mm. just because that guy would write eight books on the way there, and another ten on the way back. And George R. Martin, and only one of them would fuck be good. No, <laughs> you need to finish the books. I know. Elon's like, no, because like you're staying on the moon if you don't finish it by the time you come back. Neil Gaiman, yeah. And last but not least, I wanted to pick someone who, like, is a big creative influence, is a big influence in society in the creative ways, but is also, like, I, I don't know how many more days they have. Mm-hmm. Elon they? Musk. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> I was, like, thinking, like, a, a... I know exactly what you're talking about. A Stephen Hawking sort, but I was like, you know what? Stanley. Yeah. Oh, I think this would yeah. be, like, his opportunity to be, like, Mr. Fantastic. And like I think it'd be a cool thing to be like they named the the shuttle or whatever the comes back to <laughs> young <laughs> <laughs> superpowers. <laughs> I think that would be a, a cool thing for him um, to experience. I I would have wanted if he was still alive, Jack Kirby, just because oh, yeah. he did so much stuff with space as well. Yeah, and he was a co-creator with him. Um, but yeah, Stanley, I think would be cool. Yeah. yeah, and with you picking up uh, the topic of browser, uh, what's your name? Browser, Bowser, Bowser, I'm gonna. My next topic is gonna be who uh, peachify everybody. Just who do you want to peachify? Episode sixty nine. That's your deal, Glasses all white. Guillermo del Toro. All right, let's move on to the next. Okay, Nick Cage. Throw it out. <laughs> Just demand me. Wow. <laughs> um, my topic. We talked about... I was like on this trip of like this Mandy and I was like, that movie, like if I just look at it just by like the synopsis and like what happened, I shouldn't have given a shit about it. But I came out of it like liking so many things. Mm-hmm. 
And then I thought of like you. I've been watching you play some of your independent games. I'm like, you know what? Let's go back to the independent stuff and talk about games and movies. What things about independent games and movies do we enjoy? And what games and movies best show, like, showcase those? So like, it doesn't have to be a lot. I only have like a handful of like <coughs> attributes or things, and just a few of each games and movies that I want. I don't have anything specific, but like more concepts, like. I feel like when it's a big name studio, there are restrictions that people can do. Oh, yeah. And when it's a small time, like, there's last minute things, like how it sounds like when you're underwater, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, but I think the the freedom okay. that, that, um, the creative freedom? that the creative freedom that they have, I think, is one of the things that I enjoy. Is there a big game that um, you just want to showcase that you would say has something like that? I mean, the only thing I can think of now, I, I haven't given it much thought, but um, the messenger, like when we were talking to them, he was saying that it was literally a last minute decision to change that underwater sound. Um, I think it, I, he didn't say last minute. I think it was just a quick decision. A qu- yeah, a yeah. quick decision. And it obviously it takes. But the guy was saying like it was just a little bit of extra code yeah, on there. Yeah. But it was it was still like a decision that was able fly. to be done. Yeah. On the fly. And probably as a triple A you know, company, they would have been like, Eight no. different Yeah, and it probably wouldn't have made it in time or it just would have declined. Yeah. Games and movies are different. Right, I right. feel like movie, independent movies, they like to try new things. Like, I'm going to say Reservoir Dogs was an independent movie when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, the first 10 minutes, they talk about Madonna's Like a Virgin. Like, you don't see... It's, like, different. It's totally, like, a fresh... A breath of fresh air. With games... It's more like what just my experience with mm-hmm. independent games. They're more like homages to previous games. They don't seem like it's like a f- breath of fr- it's a breath of fresh air, but they seem more like homages, if that makes sense. Like a lot of them are Metrovanias, and they go back to old school graphics and old school music, and okay, if that makes sense. I like can, hyper, like I Hyper Light Drifter is right. like a hardcore Zelda. Right, Shovel Knight is a good example of that as well. Mm-hmm. I understand. There's a lot of those, and I do think that that's a valid point. I would uh, argue that there are some games that have done things that I haven't seen old ones, and one of them, for instance, for me is Journey. Mm, I don't think I, right. I think an insp- I don't true. see much of an inspiration with that. I it feels like it's just like a artistic, just it's an experience, and it's short right. and it's brief, which is different for a game, um, which are rare. Like most, I think mo- most indie games tend towards what you're saying. Um, which is like it's old but new. Mm-hmm. It's like old with a fresh take, which I like too because it's like uh, I was trying to think of some games like that. Like uh, we talked about Messenger. We talked uh, Fez was one I thought of. It's mm-hmm. got like that eight bit style, like just the tone of it. Like being eight bit does so much, but when your ideas are new and creative and snappy, you try to play in a lot of old eight bit games. There's a little input lag or there's mm-hmm. like a jankiness to it, and you're like. Wow, I'm s- I've been playing so many independent games now that these old games that they're paying homage to are not feeling good. Um, but I watched like Trihex stream and he was doing Yoshi's Island and it feels so it looks so snappy. I'm like that's that's good. Like I wish like game like games capture that. But yeah, I wanted to just bring up not homage independent ones or two. I like when they like go for raw, just raw and experimental. Like I think of Inside. <laughs> as one of those where it's just like 
it captures and it's intense too. It's like raw and intense where it takes one feeling or tone or whatever and it really hones in on that. Whereas yeah. I think a lot of like mass or not mass, but I should say like triple A, double A games, like these bigger uh, games um, by bigger companies go for like wider appeal. This is a game where it's like we have an artistic vision with mm-hmm. this and the art drives it more than the um, profits or sales. Yeah. Well, still, that's that's true about these games, but a lot of times this these are led more by the artistic vision than, mm-hmm. than the... Um, we need to make, like, X de- quota by yeah. this quarter or whatever. Um, for me, this is something that you're both kind of saying, but it, uh, simplicity. Um, you know, we see, like, faster than light. Um, mm-hmm. Very simple, like... Um, it, pretty much turn-based combat, you know, uh, that you're able to pause the game, but it's not very integrate. It's not intricate in a sense of like there's so much going on, but like there's still a lot that you could mess up on. Um, with Braid, Braid was just it's just the time thing, like they added. You know, it's it's just they're not it, trying to work with like eight different mechanics. Yeah. mechanics. It's working with like maybe two. Yeah, exactly. One. It's 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 and a really it's well. a side scroller, and then times involved. Like you can. Make it to where you're not moving, or um, you're moving, and then time the the rest of the game is moving backwards, you know, and you have to figure out how to do things. Um, limbo, there's just different ones. Limbo's the concept was so so. It's still a side scroller game. It's just you can't see yourself, like you're a shadow yeah. essentially. Flower you know? was another one. It's just yeah. motion control. You're just like a pedal. Mm-hmm. That's there was there was a game like one of the very first games that really caught me. And it was the most it's a, a game called Flow. Oh yeah, yeah. You would just eat like other microorganisms, microorganisms and you grow bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just like, and it, it worked fantastic, you know. And it's like these simple games. And even now, there's still like um, games that are multiplayer that are simple. There's a there's a, a game called Slither IO. Okay. Um, this is on PC. Um, it's literally a snake game. You. You're playing against other people that are snakes, and you eat balls to get bigger. And then, if you're a bigger snake, you can eat a whole entire person that's a snake, and then you just grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And it just you continue continue through that process. And there's an online scoreboard that's live, and it tells you like the current biggest person is this score. And you're like, I don't know where he is. And all of a sudden, you see this giant thing. You're like, that's him. Holy shit! And you're trying to escape. Very simple. Very good. The one bad thing about independent games is. Like you don't like the average gamer will not know. Like I didn't know anything about independent games. Like I'll hear some things about Super Meat Boy or such and such. But like I would have to actively research, oh, top ten indie games you need to buy. And be like, oh, I've never heard of this. Like there's a game called Tesla, some you play Nikola Tesla, and it's like one of the best Metroidvanias. No one's ever heard of it, but I saw it through a YouTube video. I'm like, I gotta buy this and I'm going to buy it. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, it's that's the one downside of independent games. It's like word of mouth. I would have to hear it from someone or have to actively look at yeah. reviews. The curation top is ten because there's just so many. Yeah, um, yeah, I 100 agree. I guess that's the same with independent movies too. It's very hard for independent movies to. If you're not in like a big movie city like around here, where there's like 18 different theaters and you have your pick of where, where they could be playing, I, like in my old hometown, like. You, if you if it was in the home city, then I'm screwed. I'm not going to be able to see that weird independent movie. Yeah. Um, I do th- like something about, but it, I think it applies to both. But I'm going to use movies as the example. 
a lot of times um, the reason um, the the creative teams are attached to it, or the actors or whoever, is because of passion, not because of the the find the money mm-hmm. of it. So you're like, okay, if they're interested because of the like, it's there's something they're passionate about. I feel like they're gonna put an extra effort into this yeah. or a, a bit more the extra umph to get see this through or to make this happen. And I feel like there's something special when you see passion versus when you see something like we're here to, to like like sell you something. Mm-hmm. Like there is a balance. I'm not dis dis um what's the word? Disregarding like games that are <coughs> trying to make success mm-hmm. and make money because they can capture that, but it's I feel like it's less often. It's just like here's another Marvel game, or here's another this because that's like everyone loves Marvel and this. But they find they're like getting better at finding people that are also passionate about that and capture the yeah. heart of it. But with a with an indie game, I feel like why did uh, this team make this game called The Messenger? Because they fucking love Ninja Gaiden, mm-hmm. and because they like took that and like took their idea and like fused the two, and it's their project. Yeah. Or why is this one guy making The Witness? Because he like is so in love with puzzles and he wants to share this game that's like an intricate puzzle upon puzzles, and I love that. And movies too. Like I think of like Pan's Labyrinth is one of like I remember there was a, a, a winter break where I saw just a bunch of like independent films and it was like Pan's Labyrinth, Babel, and um, Children of Men, and those three fucking fil- like mostly Children of Men and Pan's Labyrinth, but all three of those were made by amazing spanish directors and they were all like super passionate about these projects and you could see that in mm-hmm. it and the the actors and, and the cast and crew were super passionate about it too and they're like we want to make this special like it might not and not my everyone might not see this but the people that do will come out of this having felt an experience yeah. and gone through something so I, I i feel like that is more often than not captured with independence stuff you get that emotion mm-hmm. um Independent comics have the freshest ideas. They're so good. I feel like you could say that about <laughs> games too. Like, there's a lot of unique things. But yeah, comics definitely. Like, I've noted like Saga. Like, I'm going through my list of comics that have my backlog, and I'm like, I don't want to read these eight different Superman. Like, I look through Justice League. I'm like, this is another fucking Justice League comic. Like, I don't give a shit. Delete. And then I go to Saga, and I'm like, this is just like this guy's taken this idea with his art with the illustrator and they're just. So good. <laughs> Do you have any independent comics that you want to shout out? Sock. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best comic. I don't know how they didn't get nominated for the Eisners this year. Like, really? I think it should win every year. Rigged. He's He's already won the most. Really? He's like, oh, he, he, he's, he's beaten Neil Gaiman. Wow. Yeah, he's won the most. So Rigged. Far. Well, I remember for a long time, people were like, Robert, like, anytime Walking Dead is around like that should just be nominated all the time and now i'm like looking at it i'm like <laughs> no it is not what it once was and it once was like each issue was just great yeah um but yeah i agree i agree there's a lot of these like just offbeat stories that they're they're allowed like they don't have to worry about continuity and they'll be like well superman did do this and that and this so he's not allowed to do these things and he's not allowed to do this and, he's not, and it's like even if it's an elseworld story it's really cool because they can take a character and be like, we don't give a shit about continuity. Mm-hmm. We do our own thing. I mean, even like something... It's like a freedom. I think... Uh, authority. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the JLA. Mm-hmm. That was the take on JLA where mm-hmm. Superman and Batman are a gay couple. Like, dude, that's just like super fresh, dude. Yeah. Like, it's just... I don't know. What's the other one? Um, irredeemable. Yeah. Mark, Mark Wade. Wade. 
It's essentially Superman. like if Superman got fed up with people one day and he just was like, I'm sick of your shit. Really good story. And does, it's like, what happens at that point? Does he kill people or he just doesn't care? It doesn't protect anybody? A little bit of both. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, like, and, and then you eventually, the thing is, he doesn't just stop there and just make him just like, I, I he's like, you he see it from the other worlds. point of view. Well, you see from the other people's point of view where it's like the other superheroes are banding together to fight against them. And there's like a Mr. Fantastic character. And he takes it. Like, that guy is like, why do you keep thinking you can outwit me? Like, I can hear you. And he just, he's omnipotent. He comes and grabs him and he's like, look, I've caused 18 different problems. Go solve them. That's what I deal with every fucking day. Like, I have to pick which one I'm saving. I can't save all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's, I can't be everywhere once. And he's we like, just... li- do you, like, even when I'm doing good then, how, how much, how bad do you feel? And it's you just, like, whoa. Like, you just pitched the next Rocksteady Batman, no, Superman meets Mass Effect game. Let's do it. That's a good you just, idea. You just pitched it right there, dude. Superman plus Mass Effect. Ten different Pick. missions. You can only do one. Yeah. Save the, <laughs> save the school bus full of children. Save the old lady. Save the cat. I, I think for me, another thing, and this this is uh, I'm gonna bring it more to movies. Uh, I think it's a little more difficult to see with games because I think coding is a, a, something that's a little scary for people. Okay. But I feel like independent movies can also be welcoming to newcomers. We've got like. Um, uh, paranormal activity we've got like um uh what was it hardcore henry these are these are movies made like with not crazy ass gear clerks. this is yeah clerks mm. like these are movies that were made with like a, a point and shoot you know a handheld like yeah. a cell phone at this point there was a a a, a more known director that made a, a handheld S- Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Yeah. Steven yeah. Soderbergh. and he made he made a movie with a a, a, a phone camera yeah an iphone an iphone specifically yeah um and and these are movies that are inspiring to people that are like i can i could literally just grab my phone and start making a movie now you know it's that was that touched on something so that interview i was talking about with nick cage mm-hmm. with gq he was working with uh what director was it? I forget what director it was, but he was talking with them. He's like, "There's a super eight moment." He would he would keep saying like, "You have that super eight moment," and he's like, "Oh no, it was uh, Raising Arizona." Oh yeah, I think. And he's like, "The he he auditioned for that role so many times, and eventually they're just like, yeah, we'll take you." <laughs> like there was something that worked for them. They're like, "You're just you make us laugh," <laughs> and he's like, the, "He had a feel, he kept co- saying like this is a super eight moment." And it's like when you're doing something with like it feels like you're in the backyard with your friends making a movie. You're doing it because you love it. Mm-hmm. And there were points in that film where he's like, "We were just fucking doing this because we love this," and it was just weird. And we're just trying shit. And that touches on something I like is that a lot of these things embrace the weird. I think I might have mentioned it a little bit earlier, but with movies. I go there. That's where I'm like, I want to see the crazy ideas. There was a movie called Rubber. Have you heard of this movie? Mm-mm. It's a movie about Wheel. a killer. Flubber? No. no. Rubber. <laughs> it's a sequel. The adult <laughs> film. It's, killer tire. It's, it's a killer tire. It just starts rolling, and it looks at you, and you explode if it doesn't like you. And it has a girlfriend, and there's a plot, and it doesn't say a goddamn thing. But this tire goes, and just there's, it's like a movie. And I'm like, what the fuck? I saw that, and I was like, what the fuck? This is so crazy. It works. It worked. And I'm like, if that can work, anything can work. <laughs> Even if on some level there's a there's a story. I'm like, How do you I love that shit. There's another movie called The FP, and it's literally like one of those step up, like turf war dance stuff, but it's with DDR, underground DDR, and they like fight to the death. I feel like, like I love that like, specifically with rubber. 
if you came up to me, you're like, make a movie about a tire that kills people. I to me it, it's like it's like a maze it's unsolvable it's like I have no fucking idea where to even start writing this thing like how to even start so like someone has to come up with this idea yeah. and then start writing the yeah. idea like it's well, not like even if, if you think about just the pitch of Terminator <laughs> like talk just that pitch don't think about what we've seen of it yeah just the pitch like okay I want this killer robot to come after this girl why because she ends up having uh, <laughs> in the, the future the future she has a baby with. Uh, that leads the resistance. Okay, how does she, who does she have the baby with? A this soldier guy, from the future. A soldier from the future that her son sent back in time. What? <laughs> it, it'll work. And Trust you're me. immediately and lost. It's fucking, it becomes the next fucking... Like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, but wait. It gets better. We're going to make a second one. This time, the kid is going to be led by him. And he, has to, he sends himself back in time to sell, save himself. Guys, we're going to make this an action movie, not a horror movie. I'm like... What? Like, how do you... If they made it happen. But, so I'm like, that is possible. That's like the same... Uh, Back to the Future mm-hmm. regarded best screenplay in USC film school. Um, when they try to pitch it, you know that whole, oh, what if you go back in time and killed your mom before you were born? Would you survive? What if you go back in time and your mom wanted to fuck you? That was the pitch, and no one wanted to buy it, dude. Disney wanted to buy it, but they said, you can't have the mom fall in love with the son. And they're like, no, like, we no, got... We, no, we, no, we got to, like... That's Keep the it as reason. it is, yeah. And no one wanted to buy it. It's one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> Such I, a love good that. I love that, though. Like, you see those. You see Hobo with a Shotgun. Um, that's another great one. Like, I, I, I just seeing a lot of these, like, they're campier, obviously, in a lot of these. But they just, they, they push the boundaries. Yeah. And I feel like those, those guys that push, the guys and gals that push the boundaries balance out the 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 mild or mm-hmm. the middle like there's like i think a spiciness stuff to, to all art and there's like the mild the the medium the super hot that's the adult section and then there's the, <laughs> the muy caliente and then there's just triple x hot <laughs> so i like that like it, and then you obviously you, i think going outside of our own culture like i i was reading something recently about um an old letter that scorsese wrote but it was like when he was super young and he was like just him um, venting about like at that time how people were criticizing certain art for being so different. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you're not willing to embrace different, how are you going to like open yourself up to new ideas? Right. And at that point, where do you stop? Like, mm-hmm. how do you work? Like until you're just like, why are we even doing this? in the first place? And I'm like, yeah, like I see a lot of foreign films just to like explore how other c- cultures approach a genre. Like yeah. seeing a Bollywood movie, like, changes my way of like viewing how films can be made seeing uh anime or like uh, a japanese film or, or for just a french film even seeing french anime is weird like that threw me <laughs> up. there's certain tropes that you expect but you don't see it and it's yeah like, you just it's discovery so w- with you real quick with you talking about the spicy levels um i think games indie games specifically bring difficulty into the game very very well compared to like uncharted where you fucking die in one shot um, in this game, it's like you, you're trying to do that challenge. The in 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 Hyperlight Drifter, you know the the what is it 500 chain, 800 800 chain challenge, where it the simplicity is like it's just a timed thing. Like you just have to keep hooking onto chains. I'm assuming I don't know really what it does, but that difficulty is there, and it just does so well because it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like Uncharted, where like I start in a mission and immediately just get murdered. 
You know, it's not like that cheap difficulty. Yeah. It's it it, it feels yeah exactly, and it and it and it's not, it's not like. I failed because the game sucks. No, I failed because I didn't do it right. Yeah, yeah. I disagree. That, yeah. The, the, well, specifically the physics with that of that is weird. That physics of that dash is weird. <laughs> well, like you look at. I think another thing is like you immerse yourself in whatever the physics and. I, I, I don't know if that's a indie game thing. I'm like I'm trying to get at like, I again I'm talking about that Yoshi's Island when I was watching yeah. him play. He just knows that game, and I feel like with a lot of indie games. The passion of the of the fan playing, and this could again be about any game at this point. I don't know, mm-hmm. so I'm just kind of talking. I about feel it. like it happens but more often though with an indie game. With yeah, possibly I could see that. Like with a platformer, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. But what I my my thought was when when a fan is passionate about a game so much so that they immerse themselves in that game front and back, they just know it. They know how yeah. everything operates. They know how the game will operate with them, and you just have like this connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's an indie thing, but <laughs> just, I was my a thought. No, I think it's good. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to have a little moment to talk about what our thoughts were on that and what we enjoyed. What we yeah, because we're also kind of like on a on a good indie high a from PAX. Bit. I mean, yeah, I don't know if Octopath is indie, but it is old school. It is yeah. o- paying an homage to older styles, and mm-hmm. I'm and I'm enjoying that. Where it's like it's that old feel. But it just felt that the story refreshing. <laughs> so. Failed significantly. On I don't give story. a shit. Hold B to skip. I'm just glad I can do that all the time. I don't give a fuck. I like that. That's your I motto. Hold B to skip. Hold B to skip. <laughs> That's our new podcast. And so instead of you just dropping it, you hold B. If you want to skip this podcast, just hold B to skip. Go to the next episode. Guys on the keyboards. <laughs> um, guys, where can people find you? They can find me at the Fulio 365 on Instagram and then the Fulio all other social media. At the last bosses everywhere. Find me at Kuja Prime. You can find us all at the weekly DLC. Please let us know if you have any thoughts, any anything you want to share with us. We always love to hear from fans. Um, and until next time, well, DLC. You later. Yeah.